2: Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to BetOnline.ag. Once again, BetOnline.ag code CLNS50 to get you fifty percent off your initial deposit. All right, welcome in, people. Here we go. Welcome. <laughs> to- Here we go. Uh, th- Go ahead, Jimmy. I'll let you start. I don't want to start in this one because you guys, everyone else.
4: John's coming in hot. I don't. I was gonna say I don't know how John's gonna start off this show because it was a wild game, and I, I don't think any of us thought that the final score was going to resemble anything close to what it does. Um, that fourth quarter, uh, well, part wow. of the, part of the third quarter and then that fourth quarter it looked like complete. It looked like the teams just did a flip and the. The Nuggets wanted absolutely uh, – sorry, the the Jazz wanted absolutely
2: – Yeah, I know. You got it. You,
4: go back, Jimmy. The Nuggets wanted absolutely – I always mix those two teams. You I mean, do what
2: you think is right, buddy. It
4: doesn't matter. Um, wanted absolutely nothing to do with this with this game, it felt like, in the end, especially Jokic. I mean, Malone literally punished him. He took him out of the game. I think Jokic quit on a play. Malone said, you're done for the night, for the, for the day. Sat his ass down and just took the L. I mean, it almost felt like that's what he was like. Bench,
1: he benched him
2: one rebound short of a triple-double.
4: Wild. And you know what? Good on Malone for doing that because it, it did feel like Jokic kind of checked out there. And Malone yeah. was doing yeah. none of it. He was frustrated well, to hell. And he said, screw Screw well, it. We're, gonna, we're win or lose with, with the guys that we have on the court right now. And and sure enough, they took a massive L. They, they lost for sure. I mean, you need Jokic. He's almost too talented to take out. But um, credit It was over
2: that at that point, though.
4: All credit to you the know, Celtics it, for coming out the way they did in that fourth quarter. Tatum, Brown, um, you know, you got a, you got a, you know, good second half of those players, and our boy Grant Williams stepping up big.
2: Yeah, I, this, I was yeah, waiting I for. This, uh, I was, I was. I'm waiting for the Bobby. Uh, Just way. I was waiting for Bobby Manning's. Uh, you know, bit when Grant got in the face of uh, whoever that was who fouled Romeo. Oh, it was to. Green, Jermichael Green, Jermichael Green. Turning, Turn point, Turn turning point. Turning point. Oh my God, Todd. And no. Your guy
4: Romeo. I thought your guy Romeo kind of put a little pep in their step. I thought he Romeo did. was.
2: I thought Romeo was good tonight too.
5: And, I, see, this is this is the thing about this game. I liked Romeo when, tonight. When we're talking about guys who played well, we're not talking just about Tatum. We're not talking just about Jalen Brown. We're talking about some of those the guys on the side who, for the most part, have not made an impact in this game. Grant Williams, I mean, only had two points but was a plus 23. And for once, that was not a misleading stat. When you look at how he was able to defend Jokic, how he was able to make hustle plays, like the one that we are just talking about where that wound up with uh, Romeo getting fouled and making a couple free throws. You start going down this roster beyond your big two, Uh, of Tatum and Brown. And you see player after player after player making a contribution. And for me, the one thing that it all says is that this team finally, finally, finally decided to fight. They finally decided to to fight to win games instead of just letting things play out the way they were. They fought to be a winner, not just assuming it's going to happen.
2: So that's the question. Was this a Celtics fought game or Denver quit game or
5: both? I think it was kind of I both. Think was, I think it was both. Yeah. I think it was I think it was definitely both, but yeah. I think it was more about the Celtics fighting than it was Denver quitting because to be honest, I thought the way the Celtics fought was a factor in Denver quitting. This is this has been one of the concerns that a lot of people, when they think about the Denver Nuggets making a deep playoff run, have. Does this team have the mental toughness to hold its ground when things get rough? When things become a little gritty and grimy? And the, the play we're, we're talking about this earlier, and we're joking about Grant Williams in that turning point. But yeah. I swear, when he got in, in Michael Green's face, that is when I knew. There's no way they're going to lose this game. Because that's something that Grant, they need <laughs> players to actually stick up for one another. Like, like I was saying earlier. You they need to fight for, for this, this stuff, man. They can't, they can't just assume that because they've been to the finals, conference finals three of the last four years, that shit is just going to automatically happen. You got to fight for that. And this was one of the few times where, regardless of what was happening in the game, they were determined to fight to the bitter end. And it was good to see. It was yeah. good, and
4: and it reminded me of, of the Minnesota game a little bit when they went down big to Minnesota, and then they clawed. You know, Marcus Smart kept him in there as best he could, and then the second half they woke up and they again were determined not to go down that way. So again, you, know, sure I think you nailed it. You know, they're fighting for each other for for almost for the first time this season. It feels like. I mean, really, we've been waiting for examples of these guys having each other's backs, whether it's on the court or off the court. You know. Speaking to the media, whatever it may be, you're you're looking for that support, whether it's player to player, player to coach. Um, we didn't get a lot. I of know,
3: that.
2: I know. Don't... First, Jalen gave the bucket to Jason last game, and and how much ink was spilled
0: over that? Oh my god! Hey, again, was... The stuff we've talked about over oh, the last. Oh my god! Week. Here
5: it comes. Oh, he gave it to him. So first, I well, hey, I, 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 hey, I, but John, remember, these guys remember, each other? that's an assist. <laughs> that's an assist for Jalen. So let's not. Yeah, it's not true. totally altruistic. He does get an I assist out I do of that.
2: want to say good morning to Bobby Manning. How are you? Uh, yeah. Good Hello. morning. Welcome. Yeah.
0: Hey, so again, the stuff we've talked about over the last week whether it be the team's collective uh disdain for the officiating or uh just their whenever it is against the media that they the, the garden. Report. Yeah. Yep. Right. <laughs> I guess that stuff has added up and it made this more cohesive uh, you know fighting group. and you know Tristan Thompson's return has played some role in that as well. Mm-hmm. they have just come out here and battered teams defensively. I know we looked at that Charlotte win last Sunday. And said, Yeah, it's Charlotte, 86 points, whatever. Now the whole Denver at 87 was uh, the performance of the season. Uh, just an absolutely incredible win. Probably their best since last season.
2: I I again I'm sorry, I am a little dubious. Like I agree on the both factor. I just it's hard the defense to, was legit it, in that. It's fourth hard to court. hate yeah. it's hard, it's hard. The the fourth quarter is its own game. Take that fourth quarter and 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 store it. Celtics absolutely dominated both sides that was exerting pressure getting Denver to quit uh playing better be, all around better offense absolutely everything that led up until then it felt like it was one uh hot streak from Denver a few three-pointers away from the Celtics slumping their shoulders and just going home you know like it, it was it yeah, there was the a lot, opposite happened there was a it was the opposite happened which is great there was a lot of bad they had 12 assists, I think 13 assists through 3 quarters, a lot of lot of dribble 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 jacking shots, uh, just not a very cohesive offense and Denver just wasn't playing well and it was, you know, Celtics were staying in the game. So it felt like it could go either way, but hats off to the Celtics. They literally just absolutely stepped on their throats in the fourth quarter. So they get all the credit for that. That was incredible, but <clears> I didn't know which way this one was going to go after 3. I mean, Celtics, you know, as Sharad said it a million times, And you could see the difference in it. The amount of threes that they took, so few of them were inside-outside. It was just perimeter, you know, passing and jack up a three. Those are those lazy, like, I don't want to be out here this afternoon. If they go, great. If they don't, I'm just going to go home and pack it in because it's a matinee and I didn't feel like playing anyway sort of game. So it really – it had that vibe. And then, uh, like I said, you know, as we said, they just – they turned up the heat there late in that third quarter and they made it really hard. And then Denver just absolutely folded.
4: And and what I liked about this game and what I liked about the win was that in a game where they could not hit a three pointer for the life of them, I think they shot like just about 20%. I mean, that's a game that they lose like 99% of the time, but to their credit, they decided to attack the rim score in the paint. They outscored the nuggets tonight in the paint, you know, a team that has a guy like Jokic out there. Um, And to me that, I mean, that that's, that's what you want to see because earlier in the season, they might just stay jacking threes and lose the game. But to their credit, they figured out what wasn't working for them today. That was the, that was the story of the game. Maybe because and, and they you know, were that day game, you know, matinee sort of sloppy shooting, whatever the reason was. I give them all the credit in the world for, you know, sort of yep. changing the way that they were going to go about their offense today and attacking to attacking the Nuggets yep. to the point where they, you know, sucked the life out of them.
5: Right, but the other thing too Don't that, you know that I mean. we would be remiss in not talking about is the fact that the Nuggets didn't have Jamal Murray, which again, taking advantage of opportunities that you have nothing to do with. That was one of them. And I thought the Celtics did a good job of forcing others other than Jokic to make plays and, and get things done. You know, Michael Porter Jr. is having a great year, and, and so is Aaron Gordon. But you, you get the sense with those two guys that at some point, you know, they're going to come a little bit closer to earth and play closer to where where their talent is as opposed to where they're at now, which is way beyond, I think, either of those guys' talent level. And the Celtics forced Denver to, frankly, rely on others to make plays and make shots that normally Jamal Murray would make. And, again, that's not saying that doesn't take away from the win. That's simply acknowledging the fact that the Celtics had a built-in area that they could exploit, and to their Mm -hmm. credit, they were able to do that. And that's something we haven't seen them always do. We've seen them play not so great teams or good teams were, that were missing a key player, and they were never able to m- take advantage of that missing void on the opposing team. This was an, one of those games where they did just that and got yeah. a win. That I think I, I think we've already I think we're all in agreement. This is arguably their best one of the season and maybe one of the better ones they've had in the last couple of yeah, years. What do you say after the last game, Sherrard?
0: It's got to be defense. And this it is has their to. potential defensively. It really is. I came into this year saying this could be the best defense in the NBA. And it really can be. Oh, I, they Bobby, just, no. They just no. they have to lock in. They have to give the effort required, <laughs> and they have to be connected on that end. And you know what? I, I said after last game <sighs> that he was going to be moving Thompson to the starting lineup. I actually like him with the second unit now that I've seen it for a few games. Thank I'll you. surrender on that one. Yeah. Because the upside of Rob's ball movement with the starting unit and how good they've been able to get defensive rotations and all that stuff with the bench guys in, that's the right fit for both of them. You know, Thompson's been really good with the bench. I thought Rob was fantastic with the starters tonight, plus 17. I, just the right center rotation. They got it hammered down, mixing Grant a little bit there at the four when needed. And I think Brad Stevens has found his rotation. You know, Fournier will be mixed in with that bench group when they get back. It was just a nice, fluid rotation that allowed them to dominate right. Denver's bench.
2: Before I make Bobby say that one more time, because I want everybody to hear it uh, again, <laughs> uh, I do want to tell everybody about uh, the lo- our our sponsor, uh, Locker Room. And again, I know a lot of people are using this app, and they're going in there and they're talking to people. But this is a direct sponsor of ours. Okay, uh, we are in business with Locker Room, and it is super important to us that you join us after, not because, uh, not just because like i said it's it's good for us but we love having you it's been fun we've done it three games now uh we've been packed up over 100 people each time we want to get those numbers up we've heard from a ton of you you're extremely active in the chats we want to hear from you we want to hear your voices so download it at uh, the ios store we know there's an issue uh with uh android but that's going to be fixed soon we believe so um download it ios uh and join us afterwards we'll be uh, putting a link in the chat uh we'll trickle over there we'll chat with you in a little bit it is sunday so we'll keep this game on the shorter side and then we'll head over to locker room we'll chat a little bit and we'll let everybody go uh on their way uh and uh enjoy the rest of your sunday afternoons maybe catch the 18th you know uh last couple holes of the masters we'll see uh or do both well whatever it is but yeah bobby you were saying something about tristan Thompson's second unit and john you're right i can't remember
0: no, it, no. I'm just
2: I, kidding. I think, I think that's the right fit.
0: <laughs> and now, I know. I want to throw this at you guys too. What are we at? What are we at? April 11th now? The Celtics are the fifth best defense in the NBA since April 1st, since April got started. So some of these trends we're looking at, whether it's Tatum being a 50, 40, 90 guy this month, their defense turning it up. They're starting to extend now, you know, about midway into the month. And we're seeing really encouraging trends with this team. They have the let's see fourth best net rating in basketball this month. I, I mean, they've just been a different team since the calendar flipped and it's, it's been about getting different guys back. It's been about finding their rotations, obviously inserting Rob into the starting lineup. Now, I think what are we talking about now? Record wise, since that happened six I, and three or I something like that, Rob. Yeah. And he missed like one eight of those and games two or two. Yeah. two. So like they found <clears> their rotations. <throat> I, I was tossing around that Thompson thing for a few games. So I'm going to surrender on that one. That, What they have right now is going to be what works. Uh,
2: Well, I mean, look, things will change a little bit when Fournier comes back too, and that's going to make a huge difference. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think Tristan Rolling. look, I I think that's what, I'm not beating a dead horse on it. I think we thought Rob's potential and playmaking ability unlocks potentially the offense a little bit with that Mm -hmm. first unit. That's what you want to see. But then you need, again, when you didn't have those couple of games, you know, when Tristan was out and Rob was on an island by himself, and we're sitting here trying to talk ourselves into Cornette and Wagner. Like,
0: I mean, no one was talking themselves
2: into Wagner. Uh, I feel like some people were, but
1: preseason bugs. <laughs> I
2: feel like some people, right? This it was like Vegas League vibes, preseason vibes. Like I don't know, they Um, might
4: have something here.
2: But you, I mean, the value of Tristan. We've been saying about it even early in the year when I was saying when you know he deserves the third most minutes behind Tyson Rob. It was you still need that guy. You need that banger. You need a guy to come in there and do what he does. And it's perfect. You're right. I love it in there in that second unit energy off the bed. It's a perfect bench player, right? Uh, In fact, both he and Smart are perfect bench players, but the Celtics are just too imperfect to be able to have, uh, you know, Smart not start for them right now. Uh, But you love guys like that who just come in and up that energy, you know. Um, And so Tristan absolutely has been uh, great in that regard. there and uh and again when Fournier comes back, I think that unlocks things a little bit better. Uh Joe okay. we haven't heard from you at all, buddy. So I was gonna uh, say, no,
1: no, just let me let me get right in here. Uh <laughs> I love how th- th- that puts a huge smile on John's face because I give you credit, John. You've been you've been asking for this since I don't know, about Christmas time, right, guys? Like this this team needs two last Christmas centers, just two solidified centers, yeah. and everyone else plays whatever's left behind, like whatever. Right. Garbage time minutes is left. Like this team needs to be in the stretch because Robert Williams needs to, that's gonna help him progress. And here we are. I mean, what, two months or three months, whatever it was, you know, since since Robert's been getting significant minutes, but it was always not, you know, consistent. Now without Daniel Tice on this team, it's crystal clear, but but we're seeing the results. And and I, I think for those couple of games where people are like, well, what happened to Robert? You know, he's not, you know, he's not doing what he was what he was doing before. I think it's easy to overlook things when he's not, you know, throwing down alley-oops every other play. You know, uh, again, I feel like teams have zeroed in on him, and they've rattled him a bit from from that aspect of the game. But you look at the box score, double-double machine, uh, you know, affecting the game, especially down the stretch, especially in those moments when the Celtics really need him. I mean – all of that attitude that we saw when he when he got that dunk, well, credit to Jason Tatum, of course, for getting that steal. But yep, yep. that's the kind of energy that the that the, the, the starting unit is going to always need down the stretch, regardless yep. of what the box score looks. And look at right. the box score today. Was it 10? 10, 10 and well, not double double, but 10 and 8.
2: He was 10 know, and 8, 10 and 8, two blocks, 26 you know.
1: minutes, couple of blocks. But again, you know, that him with that with that starting unit there's a big difference for me for sure Right,
2: his his bad games are like good games of old you know like we saw that little dip right. and I was worried because you know I really did and we were joking that Embiid broke him but he really looked like that game shook him for a couple of games after that game right yeah he he's, he did not look right growth. he didn't even look right for part of the, the beginning of this game uh and, and he and he pulled it off right but a couple things the two centers but it also allows you to use Grant in in more useful ways as well you know um, yeah. And so obviously he was uh, super useful tonight. You know I mean? We joke about it all the time because the stat sheet looks ridiculous. You it looks joke like,
0: about it, John. Come on, that's your thing. Oh, I'm
2: the only <laughs> person that points out that Grant Williams regularly scores zero points in 23
0: minutes. I'm the only guy. Okay. It's like the certain hey. <laughs> <this, laughs>
2: I'm the one guy. I'm really picking on him. No, I, I, just I just had issues
0: <laughs> with saying he was useless because he does do certain things out there that are very useful.
2: He was used some sure. today, used Useful. He, I mean, <laughs> use some, use some, some.
0: No, I mean, so absolutely. Johnson, he was the he boss.
1: Yeah. Right?
2: He's, he's another not...
0: matchup guy. I mean, this is what the center yeah. position on this team's all about matchups. Yeah. He he's not that much shorter that with against Jokic that he just com- is devastated when they line up. And when he got in there, he was able to put enough power into that post up matchup that it frustrated Jokic and he was great on and Jokic took him yeah. out of the game.
5: Like, he, he's he's a role player, and this was one of those games where he played his role about as perfectly as he could play it. Hustle plays, defense, doesn't have to be a great rebounder, but you have to be a good positional defender, and I thought he did that. If a guy, one of your guys gets, you know, hit hard, be the enforcer. Be the guy that talks smack to guys. If you get tossed, guess what? It's a little bit different if you get tossed versus Marcus Smart. Yeah, as far as, exactly. Exactly. So, those so, are so to the me, trade-offs you'll make. Yeah. Exactly. It's like like when he got into Michael Green's face, I was hoping it's that there would be a pushing, yeah. shoving match. You're just for, I'm for I'm for having an enforcer. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm Your fourth line the goon, Your fourth line goon going
2: against a first line player. You take that trade-off, right? Yeah. I was surprised every day. And like, Again,
1: especially on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even JerMichael Michael was like, yo, is this guy serious right now? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love that. I love that
2: energy. No, I love we, that Grant. We know Grant can in.
4: talk. His own teammates, I think. Or was it him who admitted that he
2: Too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. they're like, Jesus, dude, you're like a rookie. Like, shut yeah, the fuck up. But how funny was the there's
5: value in that. Dwayne. And we saw that tonight, today. <laughs> that's that's, I, all that. A smash. I think he, he talks also Michael in
2: that, Green, like, though. annoying little brother sort of way, not just like yeah. that, right. Yeah. yeah
1: like, the way he pulled up with Jermichael Green was funny, though. It wasn't that, like, yo, you better stop it. It was more that, like, you know, hey, man, you better cool it out. You know,
5: yeah. <laughs> and was like I am going to be
1: so mad. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> Don't want
3: angry.
1: This guy. This guy this the
2: guy? The guy who almost went to Harvard. This guy?
1: He's like, what happened to that <laughs> the German big guy? What happened to yeah.
2: that man? Easy, Harvard. Right. No, but it's good. It was uh, you you love seeing it. You you love it. it. doesn't matter the sport, even in a fake tough guy sport like basketball, absolutely love seeing guys. Back up, other guys. They know. go on Denver's
0: head a little bit. They really I love did. that. Yeah. Sh-
2: I love that. I you get in guys' faces. I love when a guy goes to pick them up and other people swat their hands away. Like, nope, that's my guy. Get the f yeah. away. Yeah. I- yeah. I'll take that all the time. You know, I love. I love that attitude. Because you know what? It's just a. N- it irks them. You know, you mm-hmm. think about it. It gets under your skin a little bit, even if it. You know, whether you're intimidated or not, sure. it's like we're not friends right now. You know, you want to get that but, vibe. It's too. Especially, it's a- especially during a matinee. Yeah. It's a chummy game as it is. The NBA has gotten very chummy. You want to see a little bit of that. right? I've
0: noticed this too now when it comes to this team and game after game, I'm looking at points in the paint and that used to be a big thing with this team. They're, they're too perimeter oriented. They never get inside this and that. Jimmy alluded to in the opener. Every single game now, you look at that stat, they're right there with the other team or they're head and shoulders above the other team when it comes to points in the paint, not only because they're getting there now more often since March began, but they have a hard interior defensively. Like you're running in the Thompson banging bodies with him. You're running in the Rob shot blocking ability. And you know, you obviously have long wings next to those guys. You've talked about this too, John, they're playing the way on both ends of the floor that that they want to Wings with length, you know, great interior defenders again, this team didn't have an identity for much of this year, you know, between double bigs and all this stuff that they've tossed around and guys moving in and out. We're starting to see it now. We really are.
2: Yeah. I I get better. You know, it's, you'd love to see them, by the way, really kind of, you know, string it together. Now you got, you got a Laker team that's kind of limping along here. This would be a nice little, you snuck out the Denver win. You take another one there. All of a sudden you're rolling a little bit. And then four. Yeah. Yeah. Portland, Portland, rather coming into Portland's next, right. Then the Lakers, yeah. is that yeah. right? Portland, Portland, Lakers. Portland Lakers, sorry. Um, and then you come yeah. home and then Fournier is playing and, you know, uh, you know, you could, again, what's the goal here? Get out of the set. If you know, Get out of the seven seed for the love of God, you know. This like is you the gotta, stretch get,
0: run here. Yeah, this yeah, really is. You got to yeah, get into that
2: six-five situation. You don't want to be in a play-in situation, but this is really where you want to kind of solidify your position here. So, you know, good on them. Uh any anything else right now? I was gonna move the conversation along. Did anyone have anything while we were rolling here?
1: No, I, yeah. I, I was just gonna add on like what you, what you just said. Like you, you don't the subtles need to get out of this uh, the the king of uh, that tournament. You don't want to be the king of the playing tournament. <laughs> right. <laughs> they need to get off of that. So
2: yeah. I, how you do know
0: anything can happen there. You're in one game and something goes fluky, your your season's over. Right. Right? You do not want to be in that position. Yeah.
2: One thing we did want to see tonight heading into this game, because I'm sure like a lot of Celtics fans had, especially with Fournier out with COVID, um, a lot of Celtics fans had crippling FOMO watching Aaron Gordon and the Nuggets run off. Was it seven or eight straight wins? I forget. Eight. It was eight. Eight. Right. Eight straight wins, and uh, you know this. Every basketball writer and everybody covering the team or just watching the team is talking about how the Nuggets unlocked Gordon, how he'd been in jail in the with the in Orlando, and oh, now his ta- talents are shining through, and blah blah blah. And you're seeing the box scores, and you're seeing the highlights, and Jimmy's watching YouTube clips of Gordon <laughs> Duncan <laughs> And he's all and bummed Tatum out.
1: Gave him the business and then Tatum again poofed
2: <laughs> it on him. No, I mean, and then I honestly, I swear, I was in and out. I've got kids. I was running around. I was watching and this and that. And I, for a moment, the first few minutes of the game up until like first quarter, I had to check. I was like, is Gordon out tonight? Is today too? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't notice he existed. Okay. And that's like the worst thing. Gordon, playing the role of Grant Williams today. Was was Aaron Gordon? Like I didn't, I didn't even know he was there, you know, right. like at all. Except the most notable thing he did was get dunked on by Tatum. He was yeah. invisible, invisible, right?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. A non-factor, and so like you yeah. feel better about this as a Celtics fan, right? Because you're like, this is the for guy sure. I didn't mortgage my future for. Like no, I can look at that, especially, especially the way Smart's yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah.
0: mean that yeah. was the tough breaking point. Like, do you want to give up that core piece? For this guy who's largely a question mark at least when it came to his history then you can project what he would grow into for years to come but smart was the better option and that's why they didn't do it
4: yeah i mean part of it i think you know when when you're without your starting point guard and and jamal murray i think that throws everything off especially for a new guy like gordon who is probably still learning a lot about this team with limited practices and now he's got campazo in there you know doing his thing running around like Shout out to Campazzo, man. He's like a ball of energy out there. He's tough, man. Yeah, he's, he's
0: tough. I'm a big fan so, of him. Yeah. Think that Argentina.
4: Bit, bit of a yeah. disconnect for a guy like Gordon, who, you know, as Bobby mentioned, you know, he's kind of limited in what he can do out there offensively. You know, especially you know being on the new team. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, he was he was borderline invisible, like you said, and, and le- except for that that yam that he got. <laughs> but I, I, I can't I
5: can't give I can't give him the out that he not wasn't having invisible you all – yeah. Was I can't give Gordon the out that not having Jamal around kind of hurt his game because remember, the primary facilitator for that team is Jokic, who right. once again right. leads like the NBA in touches, so the ball is literally in his hands damn near more than anyone else in the NBA. Forget about just NBA. the roster. Yeah. I just thought Aaron Gordon just didn't, to John's point, he went Casper to friendly ghost on us. Yeah, it was no, we we knew he was out there, but we really didn't see him. <laughs> Right. We really didn't see him other than again his most notable accomplishment and yeah. however minutes he played I think he played like 30 35 minutes something like that was him getting was... dunked on by Jason Tatum. That's yeah, he played 31 minutes.
2: And and like and it, and he saw it coming a mile away like, he he did. like he did. I'm coming to dunk on you now and he
5: did it. He even <laughs> fouled him on the play John. He uh, fouled him on the dunk. That wasn't it.
2: By the way, MVP of this chat is everybody who's been saying that Joe Sway's in
1: the dojo right now. I freaking love it. <laughs> I got that last week too. Someone
2: just said Thai restaurant, which Kung I can Fu get down that.
1: Too. Yo, Mr. Miyagi, give me, give me, give me an hour to talk to you guys. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I love it's it. Sunday,
4: that
2: is a great Josue, look. Joe Sway's in the dojo. I love it. Yeah, this um, is what it's all about right here. No, it's great. But uh, so again, as a Celtics fan, you, you know you feel a ton better watching this game because. Again, a lot of these guys, unless you're Bobby and you're up there watching friggin' League Pass, you know, till four in the morning, uh, right. and you know, and then waking up at eight, bleary eyed, you know, and then you know, de- watching what you DVR'd and missed. Most eight people aren't hurts. watching.
1: <laughs> most John's people deep with that.
2: No, but most people aren't watching every single game, every single team. You see flashes. You see them when they come to town. You catch national TV matchups, the TNTs. You're not getting lots of those with Orlando. So, how many full games are people seeing of Aaron Gordon? Uh, in, you know, in Boston, are really out of market. Not tons, right? Yeah, you see right. him. You see some. So when you see a full game, you're like, oh, you get a better sense of like what is everything they do. But when the Celtics played them. He was dog shit too, you know. Like so, well, like yeah. I don't, I don't want to go that far. because I'm not saying awesome he is. Stress. I I thought it was. I I was on the side of making the trade. All I'm saying is, if you're a Celtics well, fan, well, no, it's, now, it's it's
0: not about that either. You've now he's,
2: seen him a couple times and not been super impressed. That's all I'm saying.
0: He's a phenomenal fit in Denver. He yeah. just is, and that that eight 0 stretch was the real deal. He played well for that entire run that they had after yeah. the deadline, and then he had a stinker tonight, which allows us to do this thing here. I, the question was whether if you were swapping out smart and giving up all that you had to as Boston and then putting him in that spot, taking away your playmaker. I mean, Denver has three or four great playmakers and he never has to do a single thing in that role. All of a sudden, here he'd be doing a ton of that like he was in Orlando. And then you lose everything that you would with smart. So it's always that uneven like, what is Denver giving up? What is Boston giving right. up? And really, all Denver gave up was a a draft pick that wasn't playing for them, a wing who was hurt all year and was a contract they wanted to get rid of anyway, and a pick in, like, 2025. So they, you know, for now, got him essentially for free. And Boston was going to have to give up a real important rotation piece to get him. So that was the unevenness of that situation that, uh, you know, ended up with the result that it did.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I think that's, uh, that, that's 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 a lot of truth there. You know, two completely different roles. We were talking whether he came to the Celtics and then compared to him going to, to the Denver Nuggets. But I just think this was such a, an important win for the Celtics team because, again, you know, we talk about the West Coast road trip and the fact that they've had this newfound attitude the Celtics have, right, the last five days where it's like us against them. And you know what? We're taking the show on the road. We're going to prove to everyone. And we just rattled the uh, MVP candidate, you know, or at least my favorite uh, candidate for MVP in in Jokic. And I think that there's a lot of significance in that because, you know, obviously that team, you know, what he does out there, his attitude reflects a lot of what that that team is about. And when he's disconnected from the team like that, I mean, you just saw that their entire approach or their attitude or their, you know, coming out of the timeout was just deflated. I mean, that took a, a lot out of Denver and you had to give the Celtics credit for that regardless if if you look at the score and say oh well Celtics they didn't grab their first lead until the fourth quarter or whatever it was yeah, but the Celtics hung around and they got to the free throw line and they were aggressive in their offensive approach. Whereas before they weren't, you know, they would be settling for three pointers. And before they would have Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum save the day, but no, that wasn't the case. It was everyone going in the paint, right? You know, twenty plus points in the paint before the fourth quarter. They finished with, with what fifty six points in the paint. You know, just being aggressive, regardless if they were down by double digits or not, and it paid off. You know, obviously the offense picked up in the fourth quarter in that second half. But the defense also was also uh, protecting the paint as well. I thought they did a really good job with Jokic or whoever it was, whether it was Jermichael Green getting frustrated, trying to get his shots, you know, those high percentage shots that they usually get so easily. The Suns made it hard for them, and they were really in their own way, it seemed like, at least uh, before they gave up the lead as a whole. Regardless, though, I'm still surprised Coach Malone benched him that early what was it five minutes left in the fourth quarter i mean i get it he was frustrated his attitude was was out the window but i was surprised we didn't see him at least a minute later where they it was still what a nine point game they got into at one point and i'm like man they're really gonna bench Jokic for the for the night but he got he was in the doghouse Yep.
5: Yeah. yeah but I, I thought Jokic checked out even before he got benched uh he was still yeah. putting he up the numbers. Rim.
3: Yeah, he was, was still
5: getting his numbers, but he there there was a very he, and he's a pretty laid back guy to begin with, but he seemed ridiculously laid back. I mean, you you would have thought that he had this pressing matter that had you know that this basketball game was interfering with him getting to wherever hell he, he needed to get to. Um, <laughs> there there he can't you can't be like that at any point in the season. And I know that to some extent they feel like they're playing with house money because they've won eight in a row and the Celtics have not played great basketball this year. But they left the door open for the Celtics to come in and give the Celtics credit. They didn't allow the moment to just pass them by. They grabbed the hold of it, took it for their own, got the win, did all the little things that, that we haven't talked about, uh that we've been talking about the last few weeks, like turnovers. I think they had like nine for the yes. entire game. And we, we've seen some games where they'd have more than that in like the first half. And the fact that when they did turn the ball over, they weren't letting Denver get out and get easy buckets. Denver, I think, had maybe four fast break points or something like that. So. And a bench, even the Celtics bench wound up scoring Denver's uh, second unit. Which again, the game, some of that had to do with the game at the very end getting a little bit out of hand, and the Celtics can, taking control. But the point is, they did so many of the little things that they have been completely crapping the bed up to this point in the season at doing against a quality team on the road. And and there's there's no way you can really just de-emphasize how important it was for them to beat a quality team. On the road, playing good basketball and not relying on the damn three-point shot. To me, that was yeah. one of the best parts about this win was that yeah. it wasn't a game that they offense carried them. It wasn't a game where they had to shoot the hell out of the ball in order to win. They shot like crap most of the game, yeah. But they dug down. Point. They they made it more of a, a fight than than a, than a flurry of threes, and it got the win. This is this is again one of the better wins they've had certainly this year, maybe in the last couple of years.
1: Seven three-pointers, Rod. Yeah. A, month, a month ago they had to drain at least 18 you know for them to pull out this win
3: yeah
4: are mm. uh, you're the only one looking at base shades or are you guys looking at it too
1: looking at what i
4: only, i I, got, I can only see like the like a piece of joe sway's head it must just be on my yeah no it's joe, just you
2: joe sway's in the That's dojo you. he looks good i thought you were fixated on the,
0: the drape jimmy,
5: yeah.
1: jimmy did you pop the edible before this man you tripping man <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 wait
5: did, did you say edibles as in plural not singular right yeah right right hey,
4: it's sunday you know that's, that's how i relax <laughs> yeah right for sure I win. But, uh, um, I like we haven't talked about jason tatum enough show. and uh i, think, I like um, i said
2: yeah go ahead you start
4: well you know double you know three straight games or 10 rebounds for him i think he's being a lot more active out there he's being a lot more aggressive on both ends He's not just chucking shots. I mean, it went to the line eight times tonight. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with some of the comments that, you know, were said about him by the national guys or or what, but it does feel like he's playing with a little extra something. Um, You know, and if you look at his, you know, just game logs, you know, he's dropping, you know, 23, 24 minimum a game feels like now, like fairly regularly. Uh, obviously, he had 53 last last game, and I know that meant a lot to him. He couldn't wait to, to post to post that on Instagram. I think he was probably on the team bus. But um, I shout out to, shout out to Tatum. Man, he, he's playing like the player they need him to be. Um, if they want to go anywhere, um, so yeah. he's starting to. I mean, it's listen. It's not a 180, but it, you know, these these are the way you start to trend in the right direction. They've won, you know, three straight now like you guys said, they can maybe build a little momentum here on the road and, and see what they've got. So
5: When yeah. he's attacking off the dribble now, he's still drawing contact. But at least even when he misses, he's following through on a play. It's a follow-through miss or it's a finish. He's not just getting knocked off his stride as easily as we've seen in the past. And he needs to keep doing that uh, because the thing that, that that I think happened tonight was because he was being so effective at getting to the to the rim – it opened things up for his mid-range and three-point game. And so those shots were either in rhythm or open, I thought, more than they normally are. And he did a good job of, of mixing it up, keeping that Denver defense off balance, making taking advantage of whatever defender was on him. If it was somebody like Will Barton, you know, he who he knows he can shoot over, uh, he did that. If it was someone that's a little bit bigger, take him off the dribble, like Aaron Gordon, and finish at the rim. It was This was a a a classic case study, and I'm better than everyone on your team. And by the end of the night, I'm going to show you why. And, and he no, doesn't so always do man, it.
0: They finally ran. I mean, if Tommy was alive and he was watching this team all <laughs> oh year. You you know exactly what he would be saying about this. They are just so stagnant in the half court sometimes, and then and you they can't just can't even blame Brad for that because if you watch him on the
5: sideline, you see Brad is like yeah, to get out and run.
0: And the only guy who was doing that early in the year, getting them moving in that sense, was Peyton Pritchard, which is why he made the impact right. that he did in yeah. that portion of the season. J- Jalen uh, tonight. A little too. Yeah, and Jalen tonight, even like he he was the one who got them going late in that third from a pace perspective. This team needs to sprint a little bit. Like they do not have the half court offensive prowess. be. you think to Tatum was
2: playing with that urgency the first three quarters? Though I
4: felt immediately no, he, the was, first half, he no, was, nobody was Nobody
2: was. He was nobody stuck was. in a lot of dri- dribble, 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 iso bad shots. I mean, I I didn't like it, and then he got but aggressive. He, and he, started, he started get to get down to the downhill. Yeah, 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 he got
0: to the rim, and that I think
4: he was a little. I mean, also don't forget, I mean. It felt like he might not even play today with some sort of sickness, so maybe he was feeling it a little bit.
0: Yeah, time. maybe, maybe started slow. Yeah, yeah. high altitude okay. thing too is real there. Yeah, right. that is oh yeah, my Burke
5: god, is it real
0: a lot about
2: that? Oh my it god! Is,
1: oh, have you been out there? I have never been. out there.
2: Oh my god! Yes, it's, yes, I, it is I, real. I'm like, I can't. No matter, I could drink like eight, like ten gallons of water. I can't stay hydrated. I swear. Every time oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, the altitude kill. And you go? some, you go some people. Some people get dizzy. I've been out there a few times. I mean, I covered the World Series in two thousand seven when the uh, when the Sox were out oh, there. Yeah, the Rockies. The Rockies.
1: To be able Plus, I've been out
2: there a few times for uh, recreational reasons. But uh, it's uh, <laughs> and yeah, uh, it out there when
3: you're
2: no in the Broncos I, in I, the I've covered Pat's Broncos out there a bunch too. So I've been I've been out there a few times. I, every time I'm out there, I'm like,
3: you know, yeah. like, and some and people
2: really get that. it in the head. You know, like they get lightheaded. It's it's definitely real.
0: Yeah, and that makes this. I mean, one look, all the look more at the Patriots'
2: impressive. record in Denver for like their lives. It's always you know they friggin' yeah. Uh, it's
0: a tough place to win for road yeah. teams. It always has been. Right. So that makes this one just that much more imp- impressive. Uh, yeah. Beyond the fact that the team started to look like something that had an identity here, it was it was really inspiring to watch that second half. And again, you can nitpick the first half, but as I, I don't want to underemphasize what Jimmy said there. If this team starts two or seventeen, and you ask someone who didn't watch, did they win from three? Everybody would say no. And they were within six at halftime, thanks to all the free throws they generated. So the way they stuck in it throughout, never got down by more than 12 or 14, it was pretty amazing. Great resolve here for a team that, you know, we, we can talk about all the talent and depth issues and this and that. The resolve issue was real, too. And Brad has said it over and over again. When stuff gets tough, they folded this year and tonight they didn't. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll be the guy. Um, of course
2: you Bo- will. No, Bobby wants a Kemba apology cam. I want to know why. Yeah. That
0: that closed to the third quarter. So and that's what it takes? Yeah, and, and <laughs> it's the story of his whole season. What's his final line there? Six of 15, bad efficiency. You're going to look at this year in his career and say, wow, that was just a rough year for Kemba. But these moments that he has – these stretches where he gets going gets downhill finds a shot or just has an otherwise big finish to games that have stolen a couple games for this team it's still important I I mean he's doing things that avoid making him dead weight from a production standpoint so you're going to look at the numbers every single night and say all right not a good Kemba game but he still has these moments and even his his compete level on the defensive end of the floor that still makes him immensely useful
2: yeah, the compete level nobody's ever argued. Even the anymore. passing, and I he had that had a terrific great stop game. at the end of the third, where he played that great defense, takes it end to end. That's one of that was a, a real Kemba highlight. But again, it's uh, these games, you know, like these. This is a regular box score for Kemba nowadays. You know, you just got to live with it. It's, it's it. You know, it. This looks a lot like a lot of his games recently. Yeah, um, that's why he, I don't
1: think it's apology cam worthy Bobby I don't know
2: man. well certainly not I was just controlling Bobby a little bit on that but again if I went <laughs> you just want to if, shoot if down it, that one if it, if it took me three months to go on the just Play two centers and start Rob Crusade I've been on the Kemba bench crusade for about a uh, you know a month or so now. I still am saying it, it not as a demotion. I honestly wonder whether or not kicking him to that second unit when Fournier back is a bad idea. Well, I'm just saying not. it okay. I'm just gonna keep saying it. I think he's ideally suited. I think he is more of a specialist and a role player at this stage in his career for what he's able to do to come in and be an instant offense sort of guy that can just shoot with no conscience and impunity and whatever happens happens because you want to see that. I, I I I still, the more I see, the more I think it. Uh, and and again, you know, I'm not just using this game as a oh he was inefficient, send him to the bench. I just think that's who he is. He's a guy who you. He's a shoot, shooter. has got to shoot. He's got to get into those rhythms. I I, I want to see him come off the bench and just friggin' jack four straight shots, five straight shots and see if it's going and flowing for him. I think it's harder to do with the starters because he is forced to be deferential with Tatum and Brown. But again, that's that I've been saying it. It's that my opinion hasn't changed. I'm wondering if anyone else's has.
4: It no, hasn't no. changed, but it hasn't
2: changed. Not yet. Sherrod, Sherrod's a no, Joe Sway's
0: point no. Though. it's Joe Sway's point that, that he said not from yet. the beginning. They don't have a full bench. Or Jimmy said this too. It's not rec league. i bringing in five guys off the bench. It, like it's just never, and yeah. especially come playoff time. I look at this rotation and it's going to be, let's say, Thompson and Fournier off the bench. And everyone else is going to stagger for the entire game. Uh, You know, Tatum Brown and Kemba will probably play full games at this point. I didn't notice this against Minnesota. He played 39 minutes. I know.
2: But um, look at a Tatum Smart Rob, you know, I mean, a a Kemba Smart Rob uh, starting unit just the shooting issues you have there. I know Rob creates some space for guys, but it's just, it's just a remarkably inefficient offensive unit for your first unit. So you're almost stuck relying heavily on uh, Jalen and Jason there. And I think that's where they fall into bad habits. I really wonder if spreading it out. Isn't, isn't worth it. I, I I, I, honestly, I think it's, I think it's an obvious move, but it, it's it it's, feels like it's taboo to bring it up because everyone's like, you can't bench him. He makes a lot of money, and we were talking about this on the thread. I don't know that that matters. I, you know, well, I don't
5: think it does. No, yeah, I, it I, I I think that the yeah. to me the the bigger thing that that matters at least to me is if you go at Fournier in that group. Here's the thing. You got to see what that looks like, and we really haven't had that opportunity. And we know that Kimba doesn't play in back-to-backs. I think they've got three or four more. So presumably, Fournier will be in that first group. You'll get a chance to see what that looks like in at least two, three, four different games. I love to point, see it. Yeah, I would too. And that gives you at least—it's a small sample size, but it's a sample size nonetheless. Well, you know he won't. He's
2: going to start Grant or something and keep Fournier in the second <laughs> unit.
5: You know it, right? And I, I and I yeah. hate that. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. Because, because I, I think that's to me, is one of those things that you shouldn't just whip that out in the playoffs for the first time and get a look at when you've got a number of regular season games where you can get a look at that particular lineup and it not be this whole disruption type thing. Kemba doesn't play back-to-backs. He doesn't play. Slap Fournier in there. Move your boy Peyton up to the role that Peyton Pritchard has been in pretty much most of the year as your backup point guard and see what that looks like. Right? See what it looks like. I don't and, and and look if it looks great, guys, then you tuck it away and maybe you will whip it out in the playoffs. Maybe you won't. If it sucks, guess what? You realize that now before you get to the postseason that that's probably not a good line. Yeah, for
2: us. it's like me talking to my daughter at the dinner table. Like, try new things, okay? Just try, <laughs> try it. <laughs> Yeah, you might like it. You might like the like, carriage. You like all of these ingredients separately. So what if I roll them into a burrito? Like, you'll like it. Like, eat it.
1: It's, it's I think, delicious. I think we'll find out a lot about this <laughs> It's nutritious we'll for you. We'll it's so we'll good. Find out, we'll find out a lot more about Kemba this week, especially throughout this West Coast Road Trip. I do think that's very significant. But, again, I mean, I talked about this last week. I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that Peyton Pritchard is sort of dried up a bit, his offense at least, his scoring. Uh, I think if you if yeah. we had that going on, I don't think John will be asking for this right now. But, you know, to to your point, to have more scoring off the bench because, you know, 48 is not out there, you know, to to mix it up a bit. Yeah, I'm not – I'm open to the idea. But, again, I don't think you – you you, you don't call it a demotion, but I don't think you would go out and and demote Kemba.
2: It's not a demotion.
1: Yeah, but it's – but it's yeah, a reappropriation. You have right. to let him, when you, you, have you have think to let go about go it ice, as a demotion, before right. before you make a a drastic move, okay, let's call it that, right? Let's call it a drastic it's change. Not, okay, not a demotion, but I think he has to go ice cold before you do that. He's not quite there yet. He hasn't been spectacular, but again he's not quite there yet.
2: i don't know that it's the case like i said is when 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 gordon got moved to the second unit gordon hayward you know i don't think it was a demotion it was this second unit needs gordon hayward they need a guy who can have the ball You know, move it. You know, uh, you know, be 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 more of a primary ball handler in that second unit offense. Help facilitate. It makes sense for me. It makes sense basketball sense. It's not a demotion in the same way that we were talking about all year, where I was obsessing over Rob playing more slash starting, and it was who cares who starts. It matters who this and that. But my point with Rob was, I want to see him with the starters. I think it'll help him. My point with Kemba is, I think it'll actually help him. Uh, and I think it'll, it could. You
3: know, yeah, I, yeah. It that, could. That's why you almost, almost want to
1: see, not, not having to see Fournier with the starting lineup. But it, it, it crushes the Celtics right now, or at least for for uh, Brad Stevens to to get a grasp of how that starting unit can really benefit from Fournier. You know, in comparison to Kemba. I mean, that's the thing. He doesn't have that opportunity to mix and match, or at right. least to compare both uh with both players and, and and do do his brad thing you know do the math and do all the uh the uh what do you call it the uh the the stuff that that's not on the the, the classic box score right i mean right. he's gonna have to Indangible. go do his, his analytics and do his homework without 48 he, he's not able to experiment and, and find out what that looks like yeah uh um,
2: yeah, uh, no doubt. Let me, uh, let me once again, I know everyone gets tired of it when I do it too, too much, but I do want to mention to people, 10, 15 minutes or so, um, Sherrod and I are going to head over to locker room and uh, the other guys are going to trickle over as well. Um, so if you haven't done it already, do it. It's a ton of fun. We're just going to continue the conversation, uh, leave a few extra fun nuggets there that we can discuss um, you know, uh, with the, with the rest of the gang, but we also want to hear your questions. So people here in the chat, Uh, who are offering their comments. We love that, but we also love to hear your voices. So again, Locker Room, it's sports-only app. It's free. Uh, It's an audio uh, situation. You just download it, hop on, boom, there you are. Request to speak. We put you up on the platform. You talk, um, and we get to know you a little bit better, and you just join the conversation. It's a lot of fun. So we will be there right after the post-game show. We call it Post Game uh, Overtime. Uh, It's a clever name, right? Get it? Or like it. Po- whatever post game OT, like we said, it's the after party. Um, and and we will just continue the conversation over there. Uh, guys, moving on. Uh, I think Joe you were talking,
1: i uh, I, and I cut you off there. No, that was it. I mean, uh, I think Bobby about the chime in here about the uh, about the whole Kemba.
0: The, the yeah, Kemba I was gonna say yeah. that the other things you have to consider here yeah. is fit within the starter starting defense, which I still think is a, a good fit. Even though there's deficiencies there that hurt him, those deficiencies would probably be presented a little more uh, sharply with the bench unit. Mm -hmm. And his passing, which another game like this where he's rolling in the pick-and-roll action and finding guys on the wings, getting Tatum and Brown on cuts – that that's become a better attribute of his as he tries to find his fit throughout the flow this year as well. Uh, so there are questions about his long term fit here. You do ultimately have to decide like where is he going to fit in here if he's staying for two more seasons beyond this. Uh, I think you get to those when they come. At this point, as I said earlier in the show, the rotations are set. I think they look really good here, and he's still a better fit, I think, with these starters than he would be. You know, trying to lead the bench unit you know, on his own some.
2: Yeah, well, so we did. Someone put this up here, and a lot of people are talking about it, uh, and I do want to uh, uh, discuss we it. might as well ha- talk about it, yeah. Well, no, we had some really interesting chats prior to uh, tonight's game about Kemba. I'm going to hold that for locker room, okay? We got a couple of really fun trade proposals, one that Bobby um, had thrown out there that he got from some, I think it was Bleacher Report. Yeah. Off-season, off-season consideration for Kemba, would you do it? Would the other team do it? I do. Want bring to hear your ideas your too, everyone bring, in the
0: chat all day. Is trade Kemba, trade Kemba. Yep. Well, let's hear some ideas.
2: Bring your ideas. We will mm. talk about it in locker room because we had a really interesting conversation this uh, today on our little uh, pregame uh, text thread. Um, so that's something I want to hold for locker room. So we will continue that convo. Um, we did mention again Romeo. Uh, I know he's one of my pet projects, but you guys thought he was uh, a little better tonight, right? There was, you Definitely like to see, better. you're always looking for the baby steps, right? Like we did it with Neesmith, where it, you know, he does something and you're like, okay, that looks more like what you want. You know, little thing with Romeo, that little finish with the and one. Again, it's small stuff, but like I do think. He's a rebounder
0: too. He's a yeah. really
2: active rebounder. His defense, he came in, and he drew a really great charge there in the post yeah, two by moving. Of them moving his feet really quickly there. So, I mean, his ability to keep defenders and people in front of him on defense is real. But it's I'm looking for those glimpses of offensive hope. And like I said, just the ability to finish through contact. Like, people forget, like, he was – that was his game. He was a really good finisher in high school and in college around the rim. And you want to see if he can unlock that, if he can find those moments where he's just got to attack and go – uh, well, he was the one who went to the basket there straight in transition that drew the, uh, you know, the
5: hard foul from Grant. Uh, you know,
2: when when Grant came in there, right? Uh, but you want to see him just go because he can do that. He can get up there and he can finish through contact. He's nifty around the rim. I want to see a little bit more of that. So, But, I mean, little baby steps here. I liked what I saw tonight.
5: Well, the big thing that he's doing that I think is, is really jumping out is his defense. Uh, and that's going to get you on the floor every day – any day when it comes to Brad Stevens, is that Jimmy the, with the potato chips? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, you, know. you already know. You already I know. muted
2: him. I muted him.
5: <laughs> no, but but he's, he's doing all room. the little yeah.
2: things. This locker he room has to rest with the chip with the bag of chips. <laughs> 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 Always. Anyone joining yeah, locker room? Anyone had to get locker room? I my headphones in
4: because "Don't say, oh, do what Jimmy does.
2: You. Don't let Jimmy be your locker room role model." Okay, uh, he's your anti-role
5: model. That's what he is. Uh, Go ahead, Sherrod. Sorry. No, but, but, no but Romeo, Hey, you might not let you in, John, after that. yeah. Uh, Romeo is doing all the little things to get on the floor. And, th- you know, we talk about the, the and one that he, he had. But remember, you're going to have to live with some not so great moments. Like he had that offensive rebound, kicked it, he, then he pulled it back out, took a three ball. That was an air ball. But the fact that. Again, he's involving himself in the offense, little bits and pieces here and there. That's a positive thing to see because they're going to need – he doesn't have to go out and score 20 points, but he can initiate some things at the offensive end of the floor that can help this team. And for him to get more comfortable with that, that's huge for them going forward.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, especially for that second unit and just – in those middle quarters where where the Celtics have, have often you know really dropped the ball especially with this, this the second quarter or coming out at halftime where they come out you know dry that hasn't been the case and I think someone like Langford he's he's able to to blend in with everyone else you know he's not one of those guys that's going to you know be a step behind on defense I mean he's already proven that he's able to just c- come in and, and of course obviously he's not he's not able to, to play 25 minutes quite yet he's got his legs back after missing the entire season but I mean, he's been impressive. I mean, from the very beginning, when he got that big block, after being out the entire season, your, your very first couple of minutes, you check in and you straight up, you know, like not even showing much rust. I mean, that's that's a huge indication of, of maybe him always often in the gym or just constantly taking notes, you know. And, and again, I, I think someone You like, mean on that block? No, I mean, like, just being that ready, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Maybe not the block itself, but being, being ready and, and being put in that spot and, and to come up big. And, you know, on this West Coast road trip, again, the, the, the attitude with this team. and, and I didn't uh, even say we,
2: anything. When was the last time I spoke? Go ahead. We, <laughs> have, to, we have to prove
1: everyone wrong. You know, I, I just think Romeo, it's it's it really, it, he blends in with that. And I think a lot of his teammates, you know, that resonates with them. They're like, okay, Romeo, we see you. You know, those two charges in Denver, you know, that that's that's big. You know, I, I think he's a guy that, uh, again, I mean, Sherrod brought it up. I talked about it last season, like, a young, young Avery Bradley. When someone just came in and he just gets it, you know. I, I see the same thing with Romeo.
2: That's what uh, the reason I was bringing it up. Anybody see Bridges? Uh, that was unreal. The other yeah. night, and I was like, "That's the guy Romeo blocked with two hands." You know,
1: that friggin' that was maybe poster of the year.
2: Wait, wasn't uh, that?
4: To- was that today?
1: Yesterday, I think that was. Yeah, it wasn't today.
4: There was one today. There was. Oh, was it? I don't know if. I forget who it was, but there was an unreal dunk today.
3: Unreal. I'm still amazing. leaning
5: towards that Anthony Edwards dunk uh, a couple was weeks ago. Also oh,
4: unreal. Man, dunk of the year.
5: That's that's my dunk of the year so far. This, there been some good ones the last couple of weeks though for sure, but that Anthony was-
4: Edwards. <laughs> Could not help but la- could smile immediately after that. <laughs> well,
5: the first thing he did was he looked up at the chair. Yeah, he's like, I need again. to see that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Everyone's
4: everyone's looking at their face around him, just like make that the stank face, like yeah, oh. the
5: stank face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know,
4: it's good when the when like the opposing bench reacts, and then they're like, oh, "I know, right? We shouldn't react, yeah. but we can't." Yeah, Bridges was today. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I always want to say real quick. Listen, the, the about Romeo. I mean, he. He fills their biggest void this season. Was that you know backup wing guy that everyone's been saying the Celtics needed? Now obviously you've got Fournier too, so you might be adding two serviceable, at the very least serviceable players for this stretch run here into the playoffs, which is you know e- exactly what the doctor ordered, exactly what everyone said the Celtics needed in the offseason. Instead they went and they got Thompson, uh, which. I shouldn't say everybody. A lot of people liked that signing, including myself. So I'm not gonna go back and say, "Oh, they shouldn't have done it." But yeah. it was clear early on that they did. They did have a void there at that position, and then Romeo. Just, it was like, "Where the hell is Romeo?" It was like he he was, you know, the, literally there. Conspiracy theories that he was dead. So I mean, that that's how <laughs> out of the picture he was. Who this. started those, Jimmy? <laughs> I don't know. Who started those? Really. That was passive then,
0: voice, huh? Then
4: it was hologram, and now it does appear that weekend news, at Romeo's. A lot weekend at Romeo's. It appears he is alive and well um, and, so, and, 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 and contributing. So honestly, like anything they can get out of this guy down the stretch here is, is all good. So a plus yeah, I love the guy. to bench, bench, I, bench I, players, I, bench players love that plus minus stat. Um, I, I know they do. And that's how they value, you know, that's how a lot of them, you know, value their, you know, time on the court. And that's how they, that's how they make their case for more playing time. They're not the focal point of the offense. Or the defense, that's what the but. agent says. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, those that that shows you that when he's out on the court, at least today, good things are happening.
0: I we already went over the Avery Bradley comparison that Sherrard came up with, which is yep. encouraging there, especially since Bradley didn't do all that much on the offensive end early in his career either. Uh, so like, I'm not thrilled if he has to play a significant role in the playoffs because I think between Smart, Brown, Tatum, and Fournier, they have enough on the wing to spell playoff minutes outside of maybe like four or five for Langford. Uh, but if he's the next guy there, say one of them gets yeah. banged up, it's well, not a terrible option. But it's no, probably Jimmy, better than any of the other guys.
2: Jimmy, it's less that it's it's less it's it's less spelling those guys. It's more if you want to be playing those three-wing lineups which I know they like, it gives you the ability to do that. So it's having two it's having two other guys on the court, Fournier Tatum or Tatum Brown along with Romeo, I think does different does Does some can potentially do good things for you. They couldn't do it at all, and if they were ever thin or they got into that second unit, you were getting semi-minutes and 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 needing to count on him for offense. Now you're adding Fournier and Romeo. It allows you to play more three-wing lineups or kind of small-ball lineups with maybe Grant at a five, you know, um, or or things like that, or even no center and get away with it. To switch everything, yeah,
3: and and that switchable
2: that switchable lineup with Smart at the guard, and you know they love that. They're they're you know so again Romeo. Romeo, makes that more possible. Again, he's not the drop-off, obviously, between Tatum-Brown to Fournier to the next tier is still significant, but ultimately it comes down to if you want to play those types of lineups, it's Romeo over Semi, and I think it up. it's an upgrade because uh, I just, I like what Romeo brings and can bring a little bit more personally. And I think defensively, he's every bit as good, if not better than Semi. No, I right mean, there's now. no question you know?
0: he should be better than Semi. He was a he 14th be, pick and Semi was a second rounder. So, yep. yeah. He
2: should be. But again, there's some people, I mean, like I said, Semi is the kind of safety blanket. I'm The most encouraging thing to me is that, is, uh, to me, it's Stevens. He, he's not really one to embrace the unknown. Um, and well, he
0: knows what he brings defensively and, and that's the fact even... that he's playing no. him,
2: the fact that he's playing him, uh, means that he has a little bit and he is at least confident that he can hold. We know he's confident he can hold his own defensively, but the fact that he's willing to embrace Romeo here and, and to give him some minutes and to let him develop, I do think he can make a difference. Um, you know, some difference down the stretch. Uh, this is going to be my five minute warning guys, and we're going to wrap it up on this side uh ish uh jimmy and josue and bobby um you know are gonna keep it going for a little bit longer here and then hopefully bring some more of you guys over sherrod and i are gonna head over uh shortly over to locker room and we're gonna start the chat with you guys the room is open the link is in the chat i believe uh it's, it's up um so guys that's the link once again locker room they are our sponsors okay we're doing this after every game we're gonna do post game chat for about as we are now an hour or you know depending on the game we could go longer um, and then we're gonna head over to the locker room we're gonna chat with you guys for a little bit as well there too so uh, we are definitely going to talk about Kemba and the offseason uh, and any thoughts you have uh, regarding tonight Bobby just left Bobby's so excited
1: to ship Kemba out of here. He's like, I'm out this. I'm this like, is the last idea.
2: I did this last time too. and I said I'm gonna go, I'm going to locker room, and Bobby left. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he jumped the gun. Bobby. He keeps
2: doing that. I'm like, You're, no, excited. You stay. Discipline, buddy. You stay. Hey, JJB. we up yeah. next. He's like Rob. <laughs> He's just running out there trying to block shots. Like he just wants to just just hold your position.
1: Young um, Rob, young Rob.
2: So we're heading over there, Sherrod, before before I before I boot you and you head over. Any uh, any other uh, thoughts on tonight?
5: No, this was a good win. It was a good team win, and they did it with defense. That, that to me, is the one takeaway I had that, to me, matters most, that they didn't rely on shot-chucking to chalk up a win. Uh, they, don't, they haven't had a lot of mm-hmm. games like that. And so, to me, that's a good sign going forward because if you're going to shock the world and ha- make a deep playoff run, which nobody but those in that locker room feel is possible, You're going to have to get it done on the defensive end of the floor, and this was a good sign in that direction. Definitely. Yeah,
2: agree. Um, Guys, again, I'll let you guys kind of roll with it a little bit here, but we are going to boogie uh, and and head over to locker room. So, again, come hang with me and Sherrod. Anybody here, hang with Jimmy, Bobby, Josue, and then come over and hang with all of us. We're all going over. um, Yeah, we won't be here
4: long. John usually texts us, get the hell over here, like after a couple (laughs) minutes. So, (laughs) <laughs> we'll be hanging out for a bit, and then we'll we'll, we'll save John in the locker room. Yeah, you saved JJP's
1: me. He's up next. Let's go. Yeah, no, yeah. it's everyone. Uh, get your questions up. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I love it. You guys get excited. You get empowered. You know. I get. I get Absolutely. We're yeah, gonna throw yeah. some we're chat throw does some, too.
4: We're gonna throw some questions up here too to wrap up our show, and then the ones we can't get to here, we'll we'll bring them on over a locker room. Yeah, too. and
2: Joe. So. Yeah, and Joe Sway's loving it. Joe Sway's the biggest locker room fan out there right now. Big Joe's, locker room. Boy.
4: Yeah. I I went in the locker room earlier today, and Joe Sway was just chilling in the locker room, just like bouncing from room to room,
1: just like. <laughs> holding
4: hey, quiet.
2: Jimmy. High five.
4: Yeah. Well, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. He came
2: yeah. out of the visitors' locker room.
4: i like, what you doing over there, bro? This is a CLNS locker room.
2: I know, I know. Again, we're doing this after every game, you know, uh, as we said. Uh, so we're going to boogie Sherrod and I heading out. Uh, we'll see you guys over there. Otherwise, those of you hanging out with Jimmy, Bobby, and Joe Sway, come on over a little bit later. We're going to be up for a bit. So, guys, enjoy the rest of the show. Sherrod, let's head out. See you, Boomers. Cool.
4: We'll, be, we'll I hate still you, beat Jimmy. you. We'll still beat you over there. We'll so still beat you over there. I can't figure it out. <laughs> it won't let me log on. It's What's my password? Work. It's not working for I forgot me. Forgot my password. All right, Bobby. I I texted you the the bridges dunk. Do you have it? Can you put that up?
0: Oh no, I I didn't see it. But I'll work on that. In the meantime, we can talk Everything. about. <laughs> He's not gonna work on that. Look at me. He... Everybody no, just the way needs he to that. see.
4: Everybody needs to see this Miles Bridges. I didn't dunk see from,
0: it. Where'd you send from it today?
4: It's in a group te- It's in our group text. It's just a tweet. It's just a tweet that I.
0: Oh, that's gonna be I tricky. But just, I'll, I'll work I you on could it.
4: Just, oh, I thought you could just grab the. Oh, tweet you want me to share my
0: up. screen? Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah let's do let's that. See
4: this. Everyone needs to see this dunk today. I think yeah. this is the, this might be the new dunk of the year. I know that the uh... in real time. Yeah, you got it.
1: Anyways, yeah, in this chair all day.
4: Get stuff
1: done here.
4: Josue, where, where, where are so you? This, like a. So this is like Asian, like. A, Asian, that's <laughs> no, a buffet restaurant or something <laughs> it's like an
1: upstairs like a little, little porch little the, uh, to my, my the uh my parents place
4: feng shui in that room is on looks yeah unreal. this is where it's at man jimmy you know
0: that's I'm a gonna, great word for it that's exactly what it when is the sun's, when the
1: sun's coming through it's a
4: nice spot to be in all right here we go here we go i don't know why it's in french but it is anyway dude hold on, we hold need on. A, nobody look bobby Bobby. Oh yeah, you got to zoom in on that. Oh, my God. Dude, you got to, like, go big on it, bro. You got to go big. Pause this. Pause Yeah, you got to pause it. Jeez, dude. All right, start <laughs> over. Start over. This is like my. This is like telling my parents how to work the TV right now.
1: Bobby, <laughs> okay. start
4: it over.
1: <laughs> okay. I think I saw it. <laughs> hey. hey.
4: What is wrong with this
1: kid? Bobby are you speeding it up what are you doing
4: <laughs> can you he not hear us <laughs> no I got you I'm seeing no, it differently than, than it you guys sick. I think You're just ignoring us all right this was a epic fail perfectly you guys get the pick you guys get the. you guys haven't
0: seen it three times already come on we're seeing it. it's Where's all, all like, reaction it's
4: all like jumpy and poor quality this is did not he killed the
0: guy yet. that's all you need to know and look at a mellow ball looking fresh it everyone, everyone- was Jane. Everyone now is concerned flat. for this Clint, way, Clint
1: Capella. It should be slow mode every time. <laughs> what a shame!
0: Is. Injuries suck. That team, that team could have been the most fun team in the East. We've talked about it. If the Celtics kept sinking, that's still pretty that,
4: fun, man. I, think I don't still... know.
0: Was that was that game against the Celtics fun? Well, <laughs> I mean, last Sunday. What, no, uh, but they're going to. They would have now.
3: Assuming they're going to get Hayward back, something? right? I mean,
0: we'll see. I mean, they're kind of close with that four weeks or so.
4: You're right, though. I mean, it's tough. Injuries, injuries can really. That, that's why we said, you know, don't. At least well, I think most of us said, you, if you're the Celtics, just put yourself in a position to be a tough up because you never know what's going to happen with injuries. I mean, we've seen Embiid already go down this year. Um, you know, look at the Nets. You know, they're so deep that they can. That's afford the to break have,
0: you have to catch. To
4: have a guy yep. go down, but I mean, if if two of the three of those guys are are banged up going into the playoffs, I mean, really, it could be anybody's. It could be anybody's. Uh, you know, conference to win and. When when the team raises the raises the banner or when they raise the trophy, no one's really thinking back on, oh well, they only made it because of injuries. You know, history will just show who won the who won the title that year. And you know, injuries are part of the game, so it, it is what it is.
0: I see this too, and someone tweeted this out earlier. Celtics have the fifth easiest remaining schedule, uh, so that helps. They're going to see the Lakers now, presumably without LeBron and Davis at the mm-hmm. at the end of this trip. So. The breaks are already coming. Uh, They got a huge seven-game homestand that they should have taken greater advantage of than they did. Uh, The remaining schedule here isn't going to be that tough. So, again, they have to be that four seed. You got to get into that four or five, maybe catch a break with, like, Charlotte in there or something or, uh, you know, where the other team's floating around that space. Atlanta would be tough. Atlanta would be real tough. But Miami, they'd be pretty tough too. But if you get home court in that series, it becomes just a little bit easier.
1: Yeah, I think that's significant. I mean, look, a lot of these Celtics players—they don't even know what, what what playoff basketball at the Garden looks like, you know, or at least to be on the right side of it. Well, shit, even Kemba, Kemba doesn't know about that. Kemba's never that's been to true the playoffs, and he didn't see it last year. You know, he saw he saw uh, what what a deep playoff run looks like from the from the bubbles perspective. But I, I think even if it's limited capacity, which is probably going to be the case, you know, uh, it's still significant. Look, these guys can hear you. You know, like some of these fans you know the other day bobby right i'm sure you can you you agree with this like you know you pick the right time there's no way the player didn't hear you uh scream out a particular thing or a really good chant like yeah it's just it's it's you're really connected that way and also it goes the other way around too right like so, like players they can fans can pick up on what you're saying and you can you know how how clever uh Celtics fans can be right like if they pick up on something from a, an opposing player that that's easy for them to chant about, like that can really get into someone's head easier now, or or they can get really personal and, and, and say something that, that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna hit you, that, and you are sitting like twenty rows back, whereas that was impossible, you know, in in a regular playoff environment. So I think playoff playoff uh, having home court it's significant for the Celtics if they can get it, and of course this this uh this stretch is so important. Whether we're talking about that momentum going into the postseason or just the overall confidence of this team,
0: do you, do you agree with this? Because I don't.
4: What? How about that? how about John Smith calling me an idiot and Bobby just being <laughs> like, "Yeah, I'm gonna post that." John Smith. Uh, it was a good dunk. It was definitely one of the dunks of the years. When your name is John Smith, you can pretty much say whatever the hell you want because there's no tracking of John Smith
3: town. There's a lot of <laughs> wow, of out Jimmy
1: there. Jimmy just went in.
4: So John Jimmy's Smith. Like, oh, you
1: talking about you're talking about fucking John Smith? He you talking went about in John?
4: Right John motherfucking Smith right now getting in my girl uh, <laughs> about Miles Bridges' dunk. That was a good dunk. You couldn't see it because it was in 56K modem that Bobby's wow. fired over there. This but
0: is anyways, the kind of beef we expected. And Bobby never paused it. Yeah, he just kept looping it. Yeah, he it. Was, no was just that.
4: like, again, it's like trying to explain to your parents, like you just want to watch a replay of something. It's like an all-day affair. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not worried about Miami if we see Miami. Um, that's a tough first-round matchup. I mean, it's, How really? can you say
0: that thing? after what we just watched in September?
4: <laughs> right. I Miami mean, right? Miami's the type of team that has the, the talent. Team. They have the talent to put it together for you know a number of reasons this year. Injuries, health, just I do think they over they overplayed in the bubble last year. I think everyone can probably agree to that. They aren't, you know, the best team in the East, certainly, but um, they're a tough out and they play tough as nails. They play behind Jimmy Butler sort of style of play and mentality. Bam, murdered the Celtics last year. Now they have a new and improved Rob, and it'll be definitely interesting and to Thompson, see yeah. that matchup and Thompson. Um, so I, I certainly expect it to be a difficult series, but I mean, to say that I wouldn't be worried that that's, you know, a little extreme. Um, I think the Celtics can, can definitely beat them, but it would be a battle, you know, and that's, that's the type of a series that if that's a first round series, that just takes, it could take a lot out of you.
0: Did you catch Brooklyn last night, Josue?
1: I didn't, but I heard about it. Jeez. They got ejected. They got, they looked
0: terrible. Yeah. We, we can do it. You want to do a Kyrie thing <laughs> now that John's gone? No. Uh, yeah, they looked the awful.
3: They yeah, looked horrible.
0: They defensively, they, they are not fixing themselves on the defensive end of the floor by bringing Marcus Aldridge in. After the game, he said he was horrible on defense, and he had to go watch some film about it because he was so bad. Uh, the Lakers had no LeBron, no Davis, and they went in there and just dominated them. Andre Drummond was all over the interior. Oh, Which is a Trist weakness do? we've Trist, talked about.
1: Trez has been killing it.
0: Really yep, much. he 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 beat them up. Oh, the Lakers. Uh, ben McLeamore yeah. came in for LA and had a huge game and his I think it was his first game with them. So Lord. Brooklyn hardens down. I mean he'll be back for the playoffs, but he'll he'll probably miss most of the rest of the regular season. Kyrie is now taking a personal absence day on tomorrow against Minnesota. So he's going on a hiatus again, it seems. He, yeah.
1: Didn't he just come back from one of those? Like, I don't get it. It's like the dude plays once a week or he picks which – he, he handpicks the games he wants to participate in. And then yeah. something like this where it's like, yo, your team could really use you right now. Right now, we just – they just took a huge L. And, and, and you, KD, dealing you know, with an injury
0: there for a little bit. So, again, mm. I, I thought Brooklyn was unstoppable coming into this year. They make that trade. They got even better. But there's still those question marks with them. I from a mentality. To me, mentality it's just health. One, it's just physical, health for me. yeah.
4: If they can stay healthy, I still think they're damn near impossible to, to beat out of the East. Now, who they end up playing with again in the West is another story. But talent-wise, I mean, is the NBA's, it's the NBA is always been about talent more than anything. And these guys are about three of the most three of the most talented players in the NBA. Very rare. It's definitely to get the
0: team them. you want to avoid round one. Very they rare to,
4: to get a team of of players together like that i mean it's happened a few times but you know this is the type of a team that if they can stay on the court there's really no reason to bet against them so it's gonna be difficult for sure and i I think everybody realizes that but you know health is the health is the you know great evener out there so we shall see
0: and Kyrie sent out a tweet that seems to be possibly the reason he's stepping out of the lineup again here again i can't read his mind so i'm not even going to pretend to Uh, So locker room. Do it
1: in the uh, Star Wars font, or he did it regular.
4: Wait, Kyrie's not playing. Is that what you said?
0: Yeah, he's taking a personal leave again.
4: Oh, I missed that. My bad. I didn't see. Yeah,
0: he got ejected last night. He sent out a tweet about the situation he had with Dennis Schroeder, and uh, then it was announced today that he's not playing tomorrow for personal reasons. So we'll see
1: where that goes. Schroeder got him big mad.
4: Oh, Kyrie. Yeah, Schroeder. I'll tell you what, Schroeder. Schroeder tends to pick a lot of. I mean, I know him and Rondo have gotten at gotten at each other's throats over the years. And well, that's like his. He like seems title. to get under the skin of a lot of people. Schroeder. Yeah,
1: he 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 like modeled his game after Rondo. And uh, I remember that way back. Yeah, yeah I think he was uh he was a teenager, or at least uh during the Celtics run that era, the Big Three era. He was he he loved all of that, you know. From Rosie. I don't, I don't know. Did he grow up in Germany? I don't know if he grew up in Germany, but he's
0: German. he did. Yeah,
1: he grew up in Germany, right? Yeah, so. He used to take in all those games. He said, as a, as a teenager, he said he was just fascinated by Rondo from day one, from the first yeah. time he watched him play. Yeah. And man, he
0: is has quickly become one of the most underrated players in the league. He's probably going to be one of the top free agents this off season. Uh, people that were, was I'll,
4: an underrated signing by Lakers. I love that. I I, don't, I yeah. feel like Bobby. I feel like maybe you didn't like that signing that much. No, it was you...
0: a trade. It was a steal of a trade. trade, they, gave, trade okay. they gave up Danny Green and maybe like a set they pair lost of second Rondo rounders and they or something. They
4: replaced Rondo with with him which is younger younger Rondo, right? So. That was the move
0: of the offseason for sure. Uh, and they'll have to keep him now. They he declined an extension with them. He's going to go to free agency. So we'll see he, he he wants upwards of $28 million a year. So we'll see if he gets that. Uh but he declined about 20 from them. So he's betting on himself. He should have been the sixth man of the year last year with Oklahoma City. He was great there too. He's been around a while. I can't think of a resurgence for a guy like this late in his career. He was with Atlanta forever. We remember those battles. Uh, so Lakers are still tough. We'll just see with them too. When you think about these teams in the West, who, who catches a housebreak break here? Is LeBron going to be back in form when he comes back? Davis, I guess they're coming back in two to three weeks now, so they'll be ready for the playoffs. But um, Davis in particular, I'm looking at and saying Achilles injury. That's a scary one to hear and deal with uh, in the middle of a season. So Yeah, feels like this is a wide-open year for anybody, really. So still, you look at the Celtics. They're probably not a championship team, but who knows what kind of breaks they catch along the way.
4: Yeah, I mean, listen, the Celtics that started the season certainly weren't. I mean, if they continue to slowly turn things around yet, around, who knows? I mean, the playoffs are far enough away where really anything can happen. They certainly need the momentum to to change, and it seems to be starting to. And like you say, you get Fournier back and if they can stay healthy and sort of rally together. And if this, if they want to make it, you know, them them against the world, then great. That's how it should be. That's how they should feel. They should be rallying around each other. The Grant Williams thing today was minor, but it was a sign of like that team unity aspect. Um you know, that's locker room that's locker room B probably, <laughs> uh, sticking together out there. So maybe they're, you know, setting the tone a little bit. So Good to see. Anyways, uh, we can bring this over to the locker room now. I think. If um, yeah, You guys have. You guys have iOS. Great. Download the app. Come hang out with us. If you don't, go um, go go over to the Apple Store and get it. No, I'm just kidding. Hopefully they'll have the uh, the Android <laughs> app out there soon. the game up. No. Yeah. Hopefully. They
0: iPad, have iPad. Yeah. Grab your iPad. Do what you got to do iPad. to get on Apple, and hopefully more people will be able to <laughs> access it soon. So we'll see you over there. I'm sure Nick Sharad and John are just beginning to talk now. 20 minutes later. So yeah we'll just go save the up. day
4: all right <laughs> see boys. you guys
0: we're back they're... on tuesday at 10 o'clock late night i don't know what yes, oh
4: sir. I, I promise you i will not be on that show so you guys crush it for me okay poorly right. we... that's gonna be a good
1: game
0: then a big lakers game on thursday so we'll see you guys for that back here subscribe to
3: youtube all access right. all that stuff yeah, podcast have... streams we have... as well we have... all right we have... see you then guys